offenses are living offense free, overcoming offenses. So I want to get to a stopping place. In the last couple of weeks, we have been trying to get to seven indispensable qualities. And I want to get that to you today. Seven, someone say seven, seven. indispensable qualities. Now, according to the word of God, if you grow in these areas, you will never stumble. That's the word of God. But there is something that you must do. Now, just real quickly, we know that uh, offense is one of Satan's number one traps to create division among not just believers, but in relationships in general. It's Satan's number one mode of operation is to create division among God's people. Offenses, Jesus told us, are going to come. It's impossible that they will not come. They're going to come. Okay? Then, too, he tells us that we should take heed to ourselves. They're going to come, but you make sure that you stay on guard. Are you with me? Then, too, we're told to forgive those who sin against us. So you want to make sure and we've seen in the scripture, I just want to make reference to these. I don't want to go there, Timmy, but you can write them down. If you, if you want to put them up, I'll just quote them. But in Psalms 119, 165, we read that great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. In other words, those who live in agreement with God's word, being those who do what the word of God says to do, nothing will offend them. The offense is going to come. But it, when you allow that thing to take root, that's where the damage comes in. So you want to make sure that you don't allow it to take root. That's why it's so necessary to forgive freely, quickly, and up front. <laughs> and we've dealt with, we're not saying that it's not going to hurt. We're not, we're not saying that it wasn't real. But we are saying, based upon the word of God, that it's to, it is to your advantage that you forgive quickly. And we're going to see this. Are you with me? Then, too, we see in 1 John 5, 3, uh, the word of God tells us that those, or the true love of God is this, those who habitually keep his commandments, talking about his word, and remain focused on his precepts. Someone say precepts. We know that. Now it means his mode of operation, the way that God says to do a thing, the way he has outlined it. So if I am a true lover of God, then my job, or I'm going to remain focused on his ways, not what they did. So the job, my job is to focus on what he said, <clears throat> not what they did. And when you focus on what he said, that's what empowers you to overcome what they did. Are you with me? And we've talked about, so now we're moving from information to application. We have thoroughly covered a lot of ground in this area. Go back over the teachings. The videos are still up. But you want to get to that place where you are living stress-free, strife-free, and what? Stuck-free. Talk to me. You want, you want to get to that place where you're living stress-free, strife-free, and, and stuck-free. Are you here? And we've seen in Scripture 
that this is a place, man of God, that you and I can arrive. It's not an illusion. It's not some foreign place that cannot be achieved by the believer. It's a place that we arrive at through maturity, being that you are one who not just hear the word, but do what it says. And we've been talking about this, and we've seen in Scripture that not to do these things is a sign of spiritual immaturity. And just because you've been saved X amount of years doesn't mean that you have matured spiritually. Your maturity is not based on your tenure in the church. I know folk being saved 20-plus years still harboring offense, <clears throat> still holding on to things. So just because you've been saved a long time doesn't mean that you have been maturing all the while. So that's a place of maturity, and you get there through doing the Word. Who's with me? See, this, we spend a significant amount of time on this subject because, as I stated, st- statistically, 80% of believers at any given moment are offended. 80% of those who call themselves Christ-like ones harbor offense. So you want to be, see, this is something, and we're going to see this, you have to be intentional about letting that thing go. So you hold it by choice. You release it by choice. And forgiveness is for you. And I want to show you something real quickly before we go to 1 Peter. Colossians 3, 13. And both of these passages that we're about to read, they're, they're dealing with the qualities or the nature of the new man. So this is how we should be operating as new creations in Christ. Are you here? Don't be angry with each other. Not that you can't get get angry, but don't let that anger cause you to sin. Okay, so he's not saying you can't get angry. Don't be angry with each other, but what? Forgive. Can we all read this together? Ready? Let's read. Don't be... Now, hold on. Why is this right here? What's going on right here? Galatians 3.13. I guess, yeah, so we're reading. Okay, let's read. We're reading Colossians. <clears throat> but that's a good verse to take note of, too. Don't be, what, angry with each other, but forgive. If you feel, what? no, we're supposed to be in Colossians. What's, why, are we, why are we in Galatians? Is the Lord speaking to you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I ain't never you said something different. Let me know. Don't be angry with each other, but forgive each other. If you feel someone has wronged you, hold on. Notice he says, if you feel someone has wronged you, don't go be a busybody. What, what do you mean? Get on the Holy Ghost hotline and call everybody about what? No. If you feel that. Someone has wronged you. What? Forgive them. Forgive others. Why? And God has forgiven you.
for all time. But just like he has forgiven us and does freely, we should be quick, just as God has forgiven us, to forgive others. God does not hold unforgiveness toward you. He does not. And sometimes people use uh, Mark 11 where you have to remember the, old, the new covenant doesn't start to the birth of the church in Acts. Then too, that whole passage in Mark 11 is dealing with, it was dealing with uh, Jews. But, but my point is this. Sometimes people will say, well, if you don't forgive God, not to forgive God has already forgiven you. He's not holding anything against you. And see, that's important for you to believe because if not, you would think things aren't happening because God is holding. That's a, see, that's, matter of fact, that contradicts his very nature. He is agape. Hold on. Unconditional. So if he's holding, harboring unforgiveness towards me, that means now my relationship with him is based on conditions which puts me back under Mark, which was Old Covenant, being that, you see, that, that man of God was, if you do, then I will. But because of what Jesus did, I just now come into agreement with what he did. So God is not waiting on you to release it for him to forgive you. Now, it hurts you. More so than, and I'm going to show you, than the person you think you're harboring it against. But I, and I don't know why he moved here, but you need to forgive yourselves. And first, then, too, you need to reprieve yourself of thinking that things aren't happening because God has not forgiven you. That's a warped mentality toward God. He's not withholding your healing because you have not forgiven somebody. He's not real. Oh, Bible now. Now, a religious person may not agree with that, but they can't give you scripture saying that. Are you here? Well, he's not. No, anything that's been withheld is because that person is not in agreement with God. But once you get into agreement, well, how can you say that? Because I know folk also who are holding things, but they're paying their bills, living in big houses, and driving nice cars. The very thing that most Christians spend their time trying to acquire. It's good for you to forgive. The point I'm making now, man of God, is that God is not sitting up waiting like a kid. Well, I'm not releasing this. No, no, no. He's waiting on you to get into agreement. What kind of God do you think we serve? That, 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 see, that's a topsy-turvy God. If he's waiting on me to get right, li- listen, he won't ever forgive us if that's the case. Because we won't ever be that right. Because just like I need it today, I perhaps may need it tomorrow and the next day and thereafter. I'm talking new covenant. Find where Jesus is holding forgiveness to you. Study your Bibles. And it's bad because some of this stuff has been perpetrated in the church. 
and folk sitting and things not happening because they've been told, well, when you release it, God's going to forgive you. God's already forgiven you. Are y'all hearing this? You have. By his stripes, you were healed. Not going to be when you do. <laughs> he's waiting your, he's waiting on your agreement to get into line with his word. Now, which once you get into line and start releasing and un and you you'll you find yourself walking in that peace. That uh, think that place where nothing disturbs you or causes you to be offended. Are you here? You will feel better. So you can enjoy the car now. You can enjoy the house now. You can enjoy the increase now. Why? Because I've released those individuals. Folk have went to a grave early. It could have gotten into agreement with God, but your preacher told you, or some religious Christian told you, and he ain't going to forgive you until you forgive everybody else. He's already forgiven you. See, this is a hard pill to swallow because it's deeply imprinted and in, deeply embedded in the minds of a lot of people that when you do, see, that's old covenant. Don't be entangled again with that yoke of bondage. And when you do that, you put yourself back under the curse. I think that's what she, maybe that's why you went to that verse earlier. I don't know. But, 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 but you put yourself back under that. See, what was against you was satisfied on the cross. <laughs> Are y'all here? Penalties. That was that that was deserving to you. Things that were that that were you supposed to get as a result of not doing. Jesus nailed them on the cross. That's why understanding that in its fullness, man of God, we should be all the more readily to forgive like He did. You mean to tell me, Lord, you're not waiting on me to forgive for you to forgive me? That's why I can forgive my brother, not seeking an apology first, because you've already forgiven me, so I'm not going to sit here and hold this until they apologize to me first. That's not the God you serve. Well, hold on, maybe it is, but that's not the God of the Bible. Let's say it that way. See, I can tell some of the places you used to fellowship before you came over here, still holding on to you. I don't know. I, I, to, I don't know about that one. I, just get back with me. Are you here? Ephesians 4, 32. No, we're not going to get to those seven qualities. Are you here? L listen, listen. As a matter of fact, the Bible even tells us God doesn't even deal with you according to your, your sins the way you. 
So, so you have to get out of your mind that things will flow better if I now forgive. Because what's happening is hurting you more than the person you think you're holding against. But things in heaven aren't withheld because God's waiting on you to release something. He's waiting on anything. He's waiting on you to release your agreement, come into agreement with him. I know some don't agree with this. But, but for them to outline and walk through the Bible, they're not going to do it. Just like people trying to hold you to eating certain things. I, this ain't down to whatever. Uh, that was nailed to the cross. I don't care not for pork, but some of you don't eat bow-legged, slew-footed, hoof-foot, hooves, whatever, split, toe, anything, shrimp, shrimp, whatever, because of what somebody trying to hold you to what the Lord said, if you just sanctify the pork. Now, I don't care for it, but, but I'm saying, I'm saying, well, maybe because Thanksgiving coming up, some of you haven't eaten a, a piece of ham since you got saved because somebody told you. Nothing is to be refused. If I say, Lord, I know I'm so glad I'm not old covenant. <laughs> Sanctified is honey bait for the nourishment of my body. Good God Almighty. Na, 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 na. Jesus was the fulfillment of the law. Those things were in place until he came. They were our schoolmaster, like a tutor overseeing a young boy in literal Greek. But once he came, I no longer need the tutor. Why? Because a new faith has come. Wait, now, this new faith is in what he did, and what he did satisfy the Father, and if it's good enough for the Father, it's good enough for me, in spite of what you think. See, again, if what you eat determines whether or not you get into heaven again, that's conditional. That's works. See, now I'm trying to make myself right by not eating lobster. Shrimp. Oh, see how he shifted this thing for you? See, again, we have to stop playing religion and let's get in the word and see what the word. See, not what man said and what they've said over the years. Oh, man. Are you here? See, religion has done a lot of disservice to people. Religion. Religion is man trying to work his way to God by what he does. See, that's religion. 
trying to be acceptable by what you do. You're going to exasperate yourself. Be kind and helpful to one another, tenderhearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another, readily, you see this, and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave. I think the, the tradition says has forgiven or forgave. So notice it doesn't say forgive freely. Then God's going to forgive you. Watch this. Just as God in who? Christ. See, because of what he did, there's forgiveness. Watch this. Not after, but before. Do you see that? See, in him, he's already forgiven you. Let me show you something. Proverbs 14.30. And the pastor was sharing with me this morning how she was studying uh, something how most of, the, most of all sicknesses, for the most part, is that how you said it? Uh, or as a result, for many, because they're harboring unforgiveness. Huh? That's, well, this pretty much what this, this right here is telling us. A heart at peace gives life to the body. Great peace have they that love. See, a heart at peace is someone who loves God's law, being that they respond, man, to God the way he says to respond. But envy, some translation says jealousy, bitterness, rots the bone. One translation says it's like jealousy, is like cancer. Huh. So there is some truth to when you harbor, it's like cancer to your body. So it hurts you more so than it does the individual. Do you see this? That's why we should be quick to forgive. See, that's the trick of the devil. Nah, I ain't ready for no, no. You, you, don't, if you wait till you're ready, you're never going to forgive. That's why when I am weak, Lord, thank you for your strength. Be strong in him. <laughs> Here's how that works. Jay, I forgive. and just, Lord, I need your help. It's like this, just say you're cut severely. Okay, well, if I don't get this stitched up, I could literally bleed to death. It could be harmful to my, that's like you've been stabbed and cut and they hurt. Yeah, it hurt. 
But if I don't deal with it, address this now and just walk around because I'm mad at the person who, uh, uh, who committed this, who you think can die, you or the person who? But so the, what I mean by that, I go ahead and get it stitched up, Sister uh, Gilliam. But watch this. The healing is a process. Who gets that? That's like walking around just bleeding. What's wrong? I'm mad at the person who cut me. What I mean, so, man, look at you. Yeah, but mm, I'm showing them. That's what happens, literally. Let me show you something. Look at verse 10 in the same passage. Let me show you how you hold it. It doesn't hurt the other person. Each heart knows its own bitterness. And no one else can share its joy. What that literally means is that you know how this thing has affected Only you know how this thing has affected you and what you hold it. But listen, I can't share it, though, with no one. In other words, it means it affects you more than anyone else. The strange, not just literally stranger, that's included, but the other individual, the other party. So... Even, here it is right here, even though my heart knows it and, and I'm hurt, you're not participating in this. Although I think I'm hurting you, he can't share in that. She can't share in that. No, you took this on. It's telling you right here, I put some other translations up maybe to make it more clear to you, but what... What it's saying is that, listen, they can't, they can't, you can't involve them in this. This is your heart being affected. This is your heart being bitter. And we want the other person, oftentimes that we're harboring it against, to feel this hatred and bitter. They can't, they can't share in it. So you're doing yourself a great disservice, thinking you're hurting. They can't share in this joy. Are you here? So that's why we should be quick to forgive. No one said it doesn't hurt. No one said it wasn't trying to uh, negate what happened. But for, for your health, for your peace, For this thing not to attack your body as if it was cancer. Yeah. You have to let it go. That was the purpose of this blank check. Who all got a blank check? See, see, 
what what you should do with this check. Everybody who got a check, who got a blank check? Everybody got a blank check? Okay. If you don't have a blank check, someone get somebody a blank check. We got, we got plenty of blank checks. <laughs> now, I pray that you operate with integrity, with integrity. This is not a real check. So you, you can get smooth if you want to. <laughs> Write it out and, and, and okay. And, and, and then they put on church. Yeah, my, my church gave me this. No, no I'm sorry, they won't say church. My pastor t- gave me this. Then they last he told me this was good. So what I want you to do is, is, is write a blank check of forgiveness. So the next time someone does something that perhaps causes an offense, because you don't want to take root, just write down what, what the offense is. Then write debt canceled. Hold on. Debt paid in full. You can burn it, rip it, bury it, whatever, whatever you want to do with it. But what you're doing, I'm resolving this now because I don't want this to cause or act as a cancer in my body. I don't want my bones to rot. So I'm going to cancel this debt today. It's almost like you in, you in great debt. And, and who, who knows that, that weighs on who? Anybody ever been in debt? Boy, that, that's, that's not a good feeling at all. Just me and one other person have experienced that before. I tell you what, me and that one person, we'll never experience it again. Now, all you other sanctified people, just let me talk to, to the person. Y'all, 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 y'all can just focus on your money right now. You well, let me talk to the person who can identify what I'm talking to. So, so it's like someone or you coming into a great inheritance. And just able to, can you, do you, can you imagine the weight that's lifted, writing a $10,000 check, $50,000 check? Are you here? And it's going to happen. Are you here? So, so, so it's to say, imagine the weight. Yet, yet see, see, again, my job is to focus on his precepts, not what they did. So what, in essence, what you're doing is I'm reprieving myself of future weights and burdens and stresses and anxieties and my body breaking down. Why? Because you can't share in this joy. You can't feel it anyway. So let me go ahead and counsel this debt paid in full. So when they see you, you smile and you call you, oh, I counseled the debt. You mean to tell me you forgave me for that? Yeah. See, my peace is more important. I want to experience that long, satisfying life that God promised me in his word. So you're not worth me dying early. Dying, period. And that's another subject. Are you here? 
Everybody's not going by the way of the grave. Some's going to be caught up, raptured out. Those who are alive, those who remain. So, see, again, again, some of y'all be binding this other stuff. You're already figuring out what you know. So I tell them about you. So you, you might not be trying to cancel these debts where you can hang around and enjoy some of that money. Because it's nothing like holding something. You get a new car, and right when you, oh, just when you get ready to get in it, I mean, I'm, I mean, top of the, I mean, you had it ordered specially made. That, I mean, the plush carpet, Italian leather. I mean, the, all the, oh, anything you can name on the car. I mean, and, and, and you get right to, and get ready to get in. And you, boom, and, I mean, just, and let me tell you what the kin folk can do. They, they, they going to step right over you, move out the way. Get in it and burn rubber and enjoy what you should have been enjoying, but because you didn't want to cancel these texts. Don't do that to yourself. Don't go get the house by the lake. How I many ever, whatever, whatever you wanted, it got everything you wanted in it. Stuff that's not even out yet, but they made it a one-off just for you. I mean, you done had furniture import from everywhere. Stuff that marble this beyond our imagination. I'm talking about chandeliers. And, I mean, I'm talking about the finest MTV cribs kind of stuff. <laughs> MTV Cribs. Everybody 40 and over know what I'm talking about. Huh? Everybody. Just, just to pause right here. I was at a store the other day. And the young lady asked my email. And I told her. See, I still got the AOL. <laughs> she talking about what's AOL? Because, reason being, because it wasn't coming up. I said, Pastor, uh, EX1 at AOL. And, 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 and she kept doing it. She did like three. I said, didn't come up? No. Then she says, what's AOL? I said, ask your mama. She know. I did. I said, ask your mama. That's your daddy. He, he, know, what I'm, he know what AOL is. What's A-L-L? You could tell she was young. Then when I said, ask your mother, I said, she know. No, she won't. So now, then I thought, well, she might not. Because now they, big, big mamas are now like 30, 35. You talk about go to grandma house. Grandma look like she going to the club. <laughs> well, she is going <laughs> Uh, you know, great grandma's now like 45, 50. God is good. Now don't take don't uh, don't take offense to that. You, just, you know, some of us just like to start early. That's all. If you want to get them out the way, Amen. Okay, grow up together. 
<laughs> Come on, ain't nothing wrong with that. Get your mind back, cause we we. So 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 you want to cancel the debt, but but it's like getting that perfect house. I mean, and why it, at closing now? The 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 movers are there. All you have to do put the key in the door. Now, I'm going to tell you now, whichever one not holding, they can make sure that they, somebody else take, you know, this is what she wanted. She would have wanted me to share this with someone else. That's how they're going to be talking. My husband would have wanted me to. He wouldn't wanted me to remain single. That's how they'll start talking. <laughs> But you don't want to, it's like being at the at closing. And because you're holding, I mean, right when you're about to sign. Mm. And you know what your spouse will do? They'll pick your hand up. They'll move it over to the side. Hand me that pen. <laughs> Matter of fact, they'll take your hand and forge your name. Yeah, yeah. No, you, the devil says, the devil is a lie. <laughs> and we'll enjoy what you should have been enjoying. You be here talking about, Lord, just let me go back for one minute. Lord, Lord, just send me back. Lord, Lord, Lord let, let, let me. And you know how he going to be looking at you. So, uh, so, so what you want to do, guys, is what, you, what you're going to, you're going to write down the offense. And what, right, what? Dead counsel. Paid in full. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.